Hope I Got a Mac, podcast episode number 172. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and my great friend and co-host for this show, Chris Biting, is not here this week. And uh, this week, it's not my fault. I didn't accidentally delete the episode and have to re-record. No, my friends, this week, um, Chris, unfortunately, just was not able to meet at our normal scheduled time, and so... Uh, threw things for a little bit of a loop, but that's okay because we are here with another episode of Help I Got a Mac, and uh, very thankful to be able to fit it in this week on the live show schedule with the live audience out there. And uh, I'm glad to get an episode out this week because this week is rather important. Today, I believe it was today, it was the very first day, but uh, today is a day where uh, people who love music and have been hearing about Spotify for years from all of our friends over in Europe. Uh, We've been salivating over this amazing service that people are going crazy about over there. It is now available as of today for a selected group of people here in the States. If you go to Spotify.com, you can actually go there and it'll say Hello America or something like that. In fact, let me just pull up the site right now and just tell you really quickly what they're saying. Spotify, that's Spot. And then ify.com, get your keys, uh, got to get your fingers on the right spot on the keyboard. Uh, it says, hello, America, Spotify here. Now, I've not played this video before, but it's only a minute and five seconds. So let's see what it says here. Well, forget that. It's all music and it's a bunch of animation. So uh, not very much fun at all. And I should have known that ahead of time. And uh, I have good news. Uh, I actually have my good friend and co-host for Social Media Serenity, uh, Eric J. Fisher, who is willing to join us live here on uh, Help I Got a Mac this week. So uh, I won't be solo. And uh, it's calling out and connecting to him. But anyway, it says basically it says uh, sign up for an invite now. We'll send an invitation to you as soon as it's available. So it's kind of a uh, they're rolling people out uh, slowly on the service. And this morning we had shared on social media serenity that uh, Eric Fisher and myself, we got in because of our clout score allowed us to get a clout perk invitation, uh, which is pretty interesting and uh, available. Eric, uh, I did not get through to you there on Skype, so sure, call me is what I'm going to type back to him. Anyway, Spotify is here. That's all of this to say this. And the title of today's episode really is going to be, um, I believe, uh, Spotify is going to replace my iTunes because I downloaded their desktop application and surprisingly, it looks beautiful. And I absolutely love the way it's laid out. It's it's uh, really clean looking. It's actually cleaner looking in my mind than uh, iTunes is. I've already replaced the podcast subscription functionality of iTunes with Pocket Casts on my iPhone. And so I was already very rarely ever 
using iTunes to uh, to connect uh, to to just sync up music to my phone. And I'd been using Pandora, but I haven't been very happy with Pandora lately because it just seems to be playing the same songs over and over again. And the benefit of Spotify is this whole idea of music on demand. So I can actually type in songs and you know an artist and instead of hearing a station that kind of has music along the lines of what i'm typing in and i might occasionally hear the song that i'm li- you know that i wanted to hear played on a station on pandora i can literally find music and play it on demand and we're going to demonstrate that uh through some of the requests that came through on our uh, chat room here right before I hit record. So uh, anyway, I want to say welcome to Eric Fisher, who's on Skype with me now. Eric, how's it going, man? Doing good. It's so, been a while. It has been a while. What? <laughs> uh, it's been a whole hour, right? Yeah. So uh, since we got off the uh, recording for Social Media Serenity, have you had a chance to look at Spotify at all? I have. And what I want to do is say that, like I said, when we got off, is this is exactly what Ping should have been. Right, absolutely. It, because we we both tied. I mean, we we opened up Spotify. It connected to iTunes, and then we connected it to Facebook. And so then we were able to see what other users or other Facebook friends's shared iTunes um, playlists were. And that is about how music's discovery really gets done. Yeah, absolutely. So, and and, the- and you can play it. Yeah, and one of the things I'm noticing still though, is, unless you've unless I need to re-log in again, have you shared any playlist yet? Let me do that here. Let me go to my iTunes. Okay. Here, because one of the things that is is that I am actually on my work MacBook, so okay. I've I've got some music in there. I've got one. I've got three playlists on here. I wonder what I need to do to make that. Now, it, m- mine automatically. I, I just they just showed up. Um, I didn't have to do anything when I logged in. They they're just are there. you using home sharing it on your Macs? I am. That may be part of it. Let me see if I have that turned off by chance. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, while you're looking into that, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to put Spotify to the test, you know, because this is, it's all about on demand. And the reason why it's taken so long to get Spotify here in the, in the States is because they've been holding out to actually get, they wanted to be legitimate with the record industry. They wanted Mm -hmm. to get all the record labels as all the major record labels on, on, uh, you know, on the same page and, and make sure that they've got the deals and, and that they're not going to ha- run into all kinds of legal issues. And so all four of the major record labels are supposedly on here and uh, we should be able to start pulling up songs as we want them and listen to them and build our own playlist. And And if you want to, you can download it for playing offline and, and all this functionality. Of course, that's if you're a premium subscriber. We'll talk about what the different levels are. But uh, here's what I want to do. Um, we're going to kind of test St- Spotify to see if we can do this. So here's what's happened. Re- before I hit record, I've got a list of songs and artists that people wanted me to kind of test the service for. So first first thing I'm going to do is type in Chasing Cars into the search box, and they want to know if that's available by Snow Patrol. So here we go. We'll do. Okay, so I think that that answers that question. So we're going to move on to the second one in the list. And this is Sinatra. All right, so Sinatra. And I'm just going to type that in. And because it's got so many different things in there, I'm just going to go ahead and add New York to the uh, 
to the list, and I would imagine that this is what they wanted to hear. All right, and of course, that sounds like it's uh, not actually Sinatra singing that one, so what about... How we get back to business? Um, how, we, how we get back to business here? Stevie Wonder. Wondering if I... Here we go. I think this might be it. Let's get it. Hmm. Actually, I'm not finding one very easy for New York, New York. Let me let me type it in twice and see if I can find it. There's a lot of Sinatra in here, but I, that sounds horrible. <laughs> uh, I don't see I don't see an easy New York, New York. I see a bunch of other people singing it. This is, I know this is what they're looking for, but I'm looking for Frank Sinatra. This is, they got karaoke, they got John Williams band, and they got a ton of songs with New York in it, but I don't see Frank Sinatra easily doing, oh, you know what, I think we can do this by, uh, well, those are by artists. I don't know, okay, so that one, it's probably in there, but here's the deal, there are literally like a hundred different searches under Sinatra, New York, New York. And I don't see just uh, start spreading the news, that whole deal. So, oh, it's Theme from New York is the title. All right, so let's do Theme, Theme New York. All right, so how about this? We have... I want to be a part Okay, so there's, there's... big chance, fellas. Horns up. Everybody. It's a hell of a time. So, oh yeah, it's on there. There's like a ton of different versions by Frank Sinatra. I want to be a part of it. Okay, so, so far Spotify is two for two. Um, Eric, do you want me to search for anything? Um, let's see here. Look for, I'd like to see if the Beatles are out there. All right. Well, since you're asking for the Beatles, I will do a Beatles song that somebody had add, um, added in the chat room. So this is while my guitar now just, and it's gently sleeps or gently, gently weeps, gently weeps, but they wrote sweet, sweet sleeps in there. Now this is in there. Um, let's see if this is it. Is this it? That's it. All right. Give me another Beatles song. Um, yesterday. All right. So yesterday, Beatles. Uh, let's do. You mean this one? That's it. And there's like yesterday, a ton of these in here. All my troubles. So there's that one, and then there's this one. Yes, so that's in there. So, so far, 100% for Spotify. Um, Those are definitely covers, though, so I'm wondering if the official one's in there. Oh, that was the actual, that says the Beatles' greatest hits is this one. This is not a, this is not a cover. 
Oh, well, that's not Paul McCartney singing it. Okay, well, it tells you what I know. <laughs> I'm just a major Beatles fan, that's why. All right. Oh, let me search. Let me sort it by artist. How's that? There you go. Wait. Okay. So wait a second. Maybe the Beatles are not on here. So is this? The- okay. So maybe. Okay. Okay. The Beatles are still iTunes exclusive is what they're saying. Okay. But what's cool is, I mean, those were pretty good covers. So. Yeah, if it's great not, way to discover stuff like that. Yeah, I guess. If I mean, I, I would want the real thing. Honestly, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I'm not. Not. I'm not. Not a Beatles fan. But I just don't <laughs> understand Beatlemania. Right. Um. I, I. I like some of their songs. They're cool. But I, it's just not something I'm. I, I don't own any of their albums. Uh. So let's see here. Uh. Lion sleeps tonight, and this is by Lady Smith Black Mambazo. All right, so let's see if I can find that. Um, I don't know about late. I know it's got it by the tokens. So here's. Okay, so there's that. And now I want to. What about. I wonder if I can do Mambazo. I don't see anything from Mombazo in here. Okay, so uh, let's take a look. And uh, here's something I've never even heard of myself: Family Force Five. So Family Force Five, and they want um, keeping the party alive. Let's see if I can find that in here. Keeping the party alive. How about if I just do keep? This song right here. Is that the song? That's it. I've never heard of that before. All right, so here's another one. Is it Caro Emerald? Sounds familiar. A Night Like This. So let's see. I've never. This is a tribute. I don't think this one has the original. From where you are, you see the smoke start to arise where they play oh, cards, and you walk over yeah, this, something. No, this is a tribute. The stakes are getting higher. You- yeah, these are all covers. From where you are, but this is. They, now they said this is a. Uh, you know, this isn't like an American artist here. So, uh, and then one last one I had from the uh, chat room here is Weird Al, <laughs> and then stop forwarding that crap to me. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Have you ever heard this one? No, this I is off of his new Apocalypse Al- album. Oh, the sand keeps falling through the hourglass, and there's no way you're gonna slow it down. You say we gotta treasure each moment. Who knows how long we're gonna be around? Yeah, you keep on telling me life is short, and it's 
hard to disagree with what you say But if time is so precious, why you wasting mine? Cause I'm always reading, always deleting Every useless piece of garbage that you send Oh, I love this <laughs> Every stupid hoax, all those corny jokes Stop forwarding that crap to me I love that. That's cool. All right. So Spotify, I'm going to say personally, um, I'm going to give it an A plus. I mean, the Beatles is I think that's certainly uh, acceptable to understand that that obviously they've always been uh, very difficult to get into a digital form. And they did finally give an exclusive to iTunes. And the artist Caro uh, was Dutch. So I, I wouldn't suspect that that would be something that would be easily found. But um, in my search for music uh, of the things that I would want to listen to, for example, Harry Potter, you know, the the theme songs and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to just type in Harry Potter Hedwig and uh, check this out. So you could listen to the, you know, the orchestra music for Harry Potter. I mean, Spotify in my mind is awesome. And, uh, I was so impressed with it, Eric, that we had gotten it this morning about an hour ago. I've already, I'm already on the premium $10 a month account. Wow. Okay. So what's the difference between free and premium? Uh, that's a good question. I wonder- and there's also the $4.99. Yeah, there, yeah. So let me see if I can go to account and, and back my way into that and tell you. Um, do, 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 manage subscriptions and payments. So... Uh, to do to do overview is that where I would find it? Um, overview subscription status. I don't, oh, I have four invitations. Should I share that? I have four invitations, <laughs> but I do. Uh, what is Spotify? Spotify on the web. I'm looking here, I don't see their it, boy. It was real simple. I'll tell you what, you have it on your end because you're still free, right? Yeah, I'm actually so, looking at it now. Okay, well, first and foremost, what's the link? Um, Spotify.com slash US slash... Get Spotify. Slash get Spotify. Spotify. All right, so go ahead, Eric, and tell us what are the differences in All right, let's see. It's For the unlimited, that's the $4.99 a month. You get millions of tracks, unlimited music, no time limits, no advertising. So wait a second. So we can assume then that there are time limits on the free. Yeah. Okay. Don't know what that is yet. We've not come across it. Well, you won't because you've paid. Right. I don't know what mine is, but I'll, I'll be, be able to tell you once I get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, share tracks and play with playlists with your friends. Play and organize your own music files. Unlimited travel access. I think that's got to do with the uh, iPhone and other apps. Here's what you don't get is what they say. Full access on your cell phone, offline mode, enhanced sound quality, and exclusive content. So then I'm going to click premium. Yeah, the premium gives me... You get everything. Yeah, you get everything with premium, which is $9.99 a month. And here's the big thing. You get Spotify on your mobile phone. And you also get offline mode for playlists. So, for example, if I know that I'm going to be going on a road trip to Florida... And I will, and I know that there are going to be certain areas where I'm either on edge or no connection at all. At times, I can actually go into my playlist and say, you know what, make this available offline. It downloads those songs to my phone. I don't have to purchase them; it's part of my plan. 
any song that Spotify has out of millions, um, it, it, it just, it syncs it right to my phone for me in the Spotify app. Nice. This is awesome stuff. And not only that, but it, it actually takes all your iTunes stuff and syncs that to your phone. And actually you can stop syncing through iTunes and instead just sync your iTunes music from Spotify. Why? Over Wi-Fi. Over Wi-Fi. <laughs> so I love this. Um, this is very cool. In my mind, it's worth $9.99 a month. I was, I had, uh, for a very short period of time, considered RDO, but this has more music than RDO does, and the the actual desktop client is clean. It's it's very nice. The the iOS application, of course, it's been around for a couple of years in Europe. So, I mean, they've had time to really grow and work this service into something that is just amazing and top notch. And uh, I can't say enough about the whole idea of music on demand. I don't think that I'm going to cancel my um, Pandora Plus thing yet because I still like the idea of Pandora for discovery. But once I discover a song, I don't necessarily want to hear it a million times on the same channel. So what I'll do is as I hear new songs and discover them on Pandora, I'll look for them, add them to playlists in uh, Spotify, and I can shuffle around and and instead of having, you know, listening to a station on Pandora, which is going to, you know, over the course of a, you know, eight to 10 hour day in my studio, hearing the same songs, you know, 12 different times throughout the day, I could actually literally have an eight hour p- playlist where no song gets repeated. Yeah, that sounds great. So I, I think I'm going to use them in conjunction with one another. The other thing is, though, is uh, as more and more people come online with um, with the... Um, whatchamacallit, what am I saying? Uh, uh, Facebook connection and they mm-hmm. share their playlists. It's a great way, I think, to discover music as well as from your friends. And I'm looking forward to see how I can maybe in, in Spotify, I wonder if it's going to be possible to kind of start saying, hey, I really like this friend's kind of music. We kind of share a lot of the same taste. So I want to see more of that and, and uh, maybe less of some other people's. Yeah, like I wouldn't have known by clicking on one or two people in this that somebody's a very got Lady Gaga in here for some reason. Yeah. Doesn't fit with what I know, but anyway. <laughs> well, and here's the other thing that that's one thing that concerns me about sharing all this stuff with uh, Facebook is that, you know, we're a family of five with one iTunes account and we have one iTunes installation that syncs uh, seven, eight, nine different iPods, iOS, either iPod, old style iPods and or iOS devices. And not all that music is mine. And so you you go through How many playlists does it show you that I have available publicly? Like 92? Yeah, 92. And some of those are Glee soundtracks. Those are my daughters. Those aren't mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and stuff like that. So it's going to share all of that out unless I go in and tell it to selectively not share certain things. But um, I, I'm not all that concerned about it at this moment in time. But just because you see that Glee in there or... Or some of the other stuff. I don't. I don't know what all is in there right now. But uh, it, I'm. I'm sh- a lot of country music. Carrie Underwood. All that stuff. That's my wife's playlist. And and Taylor Swift. That's that's my wife and Megan. They 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 like that stuff. But yeah, we organize everything in the playlist here. I'm still trying to track down time limit for free. I can't find it anywhere. Well, just start listening to it, and you'll find out soon enough. I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, the other thing it does is it gets rid of advertisements, and and I'm not a huge fan of advertisements if there's a pay, paid version for a service that I like, and I don't mind advertisements for something 
if you know for something that I'm getting for free if if the service is good enough as well. But I always love it when their service is good enough. Um, oh, cool! Don McAllister's on here from Screencast Online, and I, I see he's got his favorite albums on here. So Cream Sticks, Def Leppard, Paramore. I never would have thought he was a Paramore fan. Very cool. Anyway, uh, he's got he's got all he's got 174 tracks in his favorite albums, and uh, and so yeah, this is this is very cool. I I, I tell you what, for me, Spotify is replacing iTunes. I I, I don't think that I there's there's not a whole lot right now that I can think that I'm going to need iTunes for, and that leads me to another thing that um, I want to mention, and that is I have not purchased an Apple TV not because I don't want one or that I don't think they're they're worth it, but um, I I instead went for something different. And what'd you get? I bought a Roku AXDS streaming media player. Have you ever heard of these? Yes. And, uh, so I, it, matter of fact, it should be here today. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I, I went ahead and bought, uh, uh, let me see if I can put it into the chat room here for everybody as well. And I just put it into the show notes for here because I wasn't planning on sharing it here for some reason, but anyway, um, yeah, so it, it basically, it streams uh, 720p video on most all the services. And if a service allows it, it allows you to do 1080p streaming to your uh to, yeah streaming over the web uh, content to your tv um it also does netflix which of course what doesn't these days uh previously we had been watching netflix from the uh the the kids we and of okay. course that does that in 480p so it's it it's actually oh, yeah. kind of blurry in a way uh so i'm looking forward to just taking netflix from 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 the wii over to the roku player uh, the other thing it does is it does Hulu Plus, which, um, you know, is, is there's a lot of content on Hulu Plus that's pretty exclusive. The only thing is, is I don't know that I'll sign up for there because I don't know how I feel about paying a monthly fee plus watching commercials. So Yeah, that, that could be distracting. You know, it, it depends. If it comes down to it that, you know, if it, if it becomes available to where I can do all of this stuff and I don't need tele, you know, need my satellite anymore, then I could see myself you know, paying such a, a fee for a service. I don't mind paying, you know, you know, eight bucks a month for streaming to Netflix, you know, ten, nine, you know, eight, eight or nine or 10 bucks for streaming to, um, uh, what, Hulu plus, and then playing, you know, some stuff one off for individual TV shows that I like for, let's say Dr. Who from Amazon. Cause I, you know, that's the other thing it does the Amazon streaming, and mm-hmm. Amazon movie download and all that other stuff. And not to mention the fact that you, it also has, I believe it does either a USB or SD card. I, I can't remember which on the XDS. Let me uh, see if I can pull it up here and find out. But it does a, it, it, you can load up movies on, on a card and plug it into your, your device and it will uh, play them off of, off of your external device as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and it was like 99, the one I got, it's uh, 99.99, so it's comparable to an Apple TV. It's about the same size of an Apple TV, and uh, so, yeah, I went ahead and bought the Roku box. Cool. And, and, and it, does, uh, it does Pandora music as well, and I don't know, who knows? I, it, it very well could be that they'll have a Spotify for the Roku. I don't, I don't know that, uh, but, you know, with it being just now launched out here in the States, we'll see. You, you never know what will happen, so. 
Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm excited about getting that. Um, you know, and, and who knows? I still may end up getting an Apple TV one of these days. Just if that whole you know mirroring, AirPlay mirroring or whatever they call that AirShare. Yep, AirPlay. AirPlay. So, and can I tell you a secret? Yeah, go ahead. I have an Apple TV. Yeah, and I love it. Seriously, when did you get an Apple TV? Uh, it came about the week a couple like two three weeks ago. Now we've had it. Um, and <laughs> to, to keep in trend of how I get all my Apple devices for the most part, I won it. <laughs> oh, so you won an Apple I TV. Did. I, I won an Apple TV. You know, the, the quick office suite for the iPad. Yeah, absolutely. They, they did a thing where you, they let people know that have in the past given them five star reviews. They let them know, Hey, we're about to have a new version. Once you get that new version, that update, Check it out, and if you want to update your uh, five-star review, it doesn't have to be a five-star, but once you update it, you can shoot us an email, shoot us the location or a screenshot of it. We'll verify it, and you'll be entered into the contest to win. Nice. So I went ahead and did that, and I won it. (laughs) You win everything. (laughs) Yeah, so... But I, I really do love it. Like the, I, we already had a, a Western digital box that I've got a like a one terabyte drive connected to that plays like ripped DVDs and all that kind of stuff. Had Netflix, Pandora, things like that, and I love it. But my daughter can work the Apple TV without any help, right? And so for ease of use, as well as AirPlay, dude, uh, Pocket Casts works on AirPlay. Oh, does it really? So I subscribe to cer- certain video podcasts on my phone with uh, Pocket Casts, like for example, This Week in Google, uh-huh. and I go into it, I just hit play, and I hit the AirPlay button, and boom, it's up on my widescreen TV. Does it look good? Oh, it looks great. That's awesome. It's it's so cool. So, so yeah, that's one of the great things is being able to, you know, just sit on the couch and watch, you know, either a, a short five-minute video podcast or pick back up where I left off on one that's on my mobile device, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so AirPlay is really pretty cool. Here's something actually I saw yesterday is the Apple TV has Bluetooth. It's just not enabled yet, but oh, it will yeah. be enabled for iOS 5. Okay. So I'll be able to use the Bluetooth keyboard that I have right now mm-hmm. and enable that to type in things on the Apple TV. That just, is so Just cool. saying, when they enable that Bluetooth, that opens such a world for connectivity where you're maybe running an app on the Apple TV and you're playing a game with your iPhone or iOS device as the controller. Or, you know, basically turning your Apple TV into a $99 computer that's on your television. Exactly. So with the web browser, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, like I said, you know, I I didn't buy this because I wasn't interested in an Apple TV, but I was interested in what I could do with the Roku. And so that's why I bought that. And, um, you know, just just how much I think Roku does to support independent content developers is one of the reasons why I Mm -hmm. leaned in that direction as far as my next purchase of of a tech geek gadget for the TV. But um, you know, I don't think you'll be disappointed. No, I, I, I'm going to be very happy. I, I'm sure, and and I can't wait for it to come. 
So uh, yeah, that's that's something that I purchased. So I'm glad to hear your experiences on the Apple TV. Somebody actually posted a comment on my podcast answer man because I had mentioned this there that you know one of the reasons why I decided you know Leo Laporte's getting ready to finish up this studio. They're gonna be opening it up and everything. And they're just doing so much in video now that his audio podcasts are not as fun to listen to in audio anymore because they're, you know, they go on for eight to 10 minutes about something they're showing on the screen. Uh huh. And, and I feel like I'm missing out on it. And so, and not to mention the fact that, you know, well, it's it's just, I, I really love Leo Laporte stuff. And if they're going to more like a tech TV model, then I, I, I love it. I miss tech TV. And so I would love to watch Leo's content the way that Leo wants to deliver it. But, you know, if it's going to be video, I don't want it on my phone. I want it on the TV. Right. Oh, yeah. And so, so I, that's why I went to Roku. And Twit's on Roku, right? Twit is on Roku. They have their own channel on Roku. And somebody told me, said, you know, that that's great and all, but, you know, you can you can get Twit on on uh, on I, on the Apple TV as well. And he and they said and then it's in the comment. I still need to approve it for later tonight. But um, he says that any any video podcast that's in the Apple store, you can watch on iTunes. And so hence in lies one of the reasons why I'm glad I'm getting the Roku box instead of the Apple TV is because what about all the content that I may want to subscribe to that's not in the Apple iTunes or Apple store, you know, in the in the iTunes library. And there's a there could be potentially a, a bit of stuff that I just want to subscribe to that content via the RSS, but they never went through the trouble of putting it in iTunes. Oh and yeah, it's very rare, but still could possibly be the case. Well, and that's that's where you could still subscribe to it through um, external, like a non iTunes RSS feed into iTunes and have it sit there in iTunes and then see it from your iTunes into the Apple TV. Ah, yeah, yeah. But not always, so. Yeah, so, I, but anyway, like I said, this this isn't me putting down, this isn't me saying the Roku, I th- I thought that I bought the Roku because I think the Roku is better than Apple TV. Honestly, I think they offer two different things and and I'm interested in both of them. But at this point, because I have not yet heard that there are apps on the Apple TV, I mean, that, that that's the thing. The Roku is kind of like, it's got, it's kind of like a, it, they call them channels, but I th- I think it's it's more like what I want at this moment in time. So, oh yeah, yeah, very very excited. Anyway, let's see here. Oh, they're they're asking if I mentioned anything about the net Netflix price increase. Um, I know a lot of people are very upset with that. I'm not really all that worried about it. I was on the two DVD plan, mm-hmm. uh, and so I think my price is going from fourteen ninety nine a month to nineteen ninety nine a month. So. The price increase for me is not that much, and uh, if anything, I may I may drop my DVDs down to one anyway, and I'll put it right back to where I was before. So, we were on the nine ninety nine. Well, it used to be eight ninety nine for one DVD at a time and unlimited streaming. They recently bumped that up to nine ninety nine. No problem, mm-hmm. worth the price. But uh, and and so st- sticking with that, sticking with one DVD at a time, unlimited and unlimited streaming, that would send us up to sixteen bucks, mm-hmm. just under sixteen bucks. And so we dropped the DVD uh, just be. And the only reason I was holding on to the DVD was because we wanted to get stuff that wasn't available through streaming. Yep. And we'll just so instead of you know going from uh, nine ninety nine to sixteen. We'll just drop that and we'll 
look for you know those things is like oh you know what movie I want to see and we look it up oh it's not on streaming okay put it in the DVD queue is we'll now do that and have a list going for the library the library instead. or or search it you know search it in iTunes or Amazon mm-hmm. and pay three dollars and ninety nine cents and rent it yep exactly you know and, and and still you could do that twice a month and and still be cheaper than what you would have been on the Netflix DVD. And, um, and, and still, I mean, how many times did you have two DVDs a month? Right. How many times did you get one and not get to it? Yeah. And really get your money's worth anyway. Exactly. So, so so I, I, you know, the whole Netflix price increase, I know that the whole social media world is in a fire and a blaze about it. But, uh, in my mind, I mean, they got, I want them to remain profitable and streaming is, is definitely some money. I want them to continue to improve. I want them to continue to work with uh, and, and and to do what they need to do to to get more and more content on the streaming, uh, all of this different stuff. And basically what they did is they added the streaming that you had your DVD plan and then just for two dollars a month more, they were giving you they were giving you streaming or for people who didn't have streaming, they were it was nine ninety nine a month. So, I mean, really, they. I, I I understand what they're doing and I know yeah. a lot of people are upset with it, but yeah, I, as far as I'm concerned, I, I, right now I have no plans to switch down to one DVD, but, uh, the, there's a very high likelihood that I could go down to one DVD or even potentially just altogether drop my DVD as well and, and just do that. Especially I, I'm very, I have not ever used Amazon's video streaming. Have you? No, I haven't. Well, um, I'm an Amazon Prime member, so I, I, I pay an annual fee and I get free two-day delivery or overnight shipping for $4 on any order that I do that has the Prime option. And Prime Amazon Prime members get a ton of stuff for free streaming, TV shows, movies, and stuff. And they also have, you know, the same thing that iTunes has is, is you know, you can rent movies and purchase movies and TV shows and stuff like that. So if the if the content that I'm looking for is available on Amazon, it may make sense for me to also go down to seven ninety nine a month streaming only and and spend, the, you know, take the other thirteen dollars a month and just to say, hey, I have we have if if I spend anywhere thirteen dollars or less on buying or renting content off of Amazon, then I'm still breaking even. So it's all good. Yeah. I wasn't, I actually wasn't aware. I'm a prime membership as well. I did not know you could do the streaming stuff. Oh yeah. It's free from them. Yeah. There's the, I don't have a device that actually does it though. So you get a computer, right? Yeah. So you could do it from your computer, but yeah, that's one of the reasons why I, I really am interested in getting this Roku box because it does, um, the Amazon as well. Nice. Very cool stuff. All right, uh, Livescribe uh, was the first company to email me saying, hey, 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 don't upload the Lion just yet if you want to continue to use our software because guess what? We're not ready. And uh, so this is, this is so obviously I want to let you know. Uh, by the way, do you know what Livescribe is? That's the one where you're writing with the pen. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So it's, an elect- it's, a, it's, a, it's a digital pen. And I have to write into special notebooks, but anything that I write into my notebook is digitally recorded. Every stroke, and as it's being, uh, you know, as it's going, it, it can record it. And so, actually, you can. 
if I wanted to, I could record writing something, drawing some notes. I could even talk and it's got a microphone and record the audio. And um, I could share that with you and it'll share a blank piece of paper and you can actually click the play button and it will actually animate everything at, and show you as I was drawing it. Cool. And uh, basically what this is, I, I use this all the time when I'm on a consulting call with a client, I'm writing down notes related to things that they're telling me and all of this other stuff. And I, I've, I've always done this. Even before I had this pen, I, I have these journals or notebooks with all the notes of all the clients that I've ever worked with. And if I, and it's like all of a sudden I'm writing down their username and password, right? And next thing I know, like three months down the road, they're saying, hey, Cliff, you know, my assistant just did this and I don't know what the problem is. Um, do you have any idea? And I, I go into their dashboard and it's like, uh, I go into, first I go into high rise and I look at when I worked with them and I see the date of the last note of when I worked with them. And then I go to my notebook and look for that date in the notebook, which I can search because it, it actually does optical character recognition. So I can actually search for a person's name pulls it right up and I see where I had written down their username and password. I don't even have to go pull the notebook out anymore. It's all digitally in the software and I can actually look at the, I have, I can pull up the notes that I wrote on one monitor and I can be typing in the username and password and getting right in. It's like, Oh, I see what they did. They, they, they actually, you know, turned this off. And so I fix it and I say, Hey, I just want to let you know I fixed it. This is what they did. And you know, everything's good to go. Awesome. So I love my pen, but I would not be able to do it. So guess what? When Lion comes out, if it comes out today, tomorrow, next week, uh, I'm not updating. Yeah. I will not be updating because that's one piece of software. And I'm sure that that's not the only software. And of course, last week we talked about roaring apps, R-O-A-R-I-N-G apps.com. Is it roaring apps? Was that what it's called? I believe so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, roaring Yes, that's exactly what it is. RoaringApps.com and it gives you a list where you can see the compatibility of all the software that's out there. Well, not all of it, but pretty much everything that you want to know about. Most things you can search. Yeah, so, but anyway, I am looking forward to upgrading to Lion, but I'm going to wait until all my software says that it's good to go. Another story I found uh, is FaceTime on your big screen TV. Have you tried this before? Uh, it's not available yet. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, this is the iOS 5 thing, right? Yes. Okay, so basically it says I, iPhone op- owners testing the new iOS 5 beta version 3 discovered a new feature, AirPlay mirroring. If you've got an AirPlay-enabled device, such as your Apple TV, uh, you can mirror FaceTime chat on a larger screen like your TV. So is this something that might be interesting for you, do you think? That would be pretty cool, I think. Because since I can do AirPlay on the Apple TV to the, the widescreen TV, mm-hmm. I'll do FaceTime to somebody, like a family member or whatever. It, basically, it's like plugging it. It'd be as if I took, with a lot less hassle, took my MacBook that's got Skype, talked Skype with you know my mom or whatever, so, and my daughter, but plugged HDMI out into the TV so it's big and easier to use right. than just the small screen. So basically, you, if you had the right kind of iPhone stand up by your television, mm-hmm. you, could st- you could do this air mirroring. You could, you could stick your uh, phone up there, point it at the couch, and your entire family could be sitting on the couch talking to somebody else who has FaceTime on their iPad. Oh, yeah. 
definitely. That's pretty cool. So I, th- I think it's a pretty cool feature. I think that's interesting. So, And especially if you think about it in terms of free conferencing software. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got, you got, got an Apple TV, say, plugged into a large widescreen uh, television in a conference room, and somebody needs to say, hey, I'm running late. You know, they're running late. They're, they FaceTime into the meeting. Uh-huh. And you can see them walking as they're walking down the street, but they're they're holding it up, and you can see their face, and that's the image you see on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, CEO, I'm on my way. Whatever. Okay, so here's the numbers, and you know, I have a question for you. On sure. the back of your Apple TV, are is there an is there a USB port? There is a mini USB port. Yes, a mini USB port. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to predict right here. I'm going to predict that there is going to be a Facebook camera for the Apple TV that will be available in the future. Uh, a Facebook, a FaceTime camera. FaceTime. FaceTime camera. It's going to have a, a sensitive condenser microphone built into it with noise canceling functionality. And it's going to have a widescreen HD camera in it. And you're going to be able to just kind of like, just like a webcam, you're going to be able to clip that, uh, set that on the top of your TV. And you're going to be able to do FaceTime through your Apple TV with anybody else who has FaceTime in that camera. Yeah, I don't see any reason why that shouldn't happen. Yeah, it, I, can, I can see it's going to happen. It, it's got to happen. And I think that that's going to be awesome. That's yet another one of those killer apps yep. for the Apple TV. Exactly. Very cool. Uh, let's see. MacBook Air, I hear, is going to be getting a backlit keyboard. Have you heard about this? I did. Now, is that going to make a difference to you, someone who has a MacBook um, it, Air? It doesn't make any, it won't make any difference to me while I still use the MacBook Air that I have now. Uh, but um, you know, when here, here's what I can tell you right now: Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt, I think, is going to be huge down the road. And it's certainly nothing for, for that I'm excited about at this moment in time. But um, just like when USB 2 first came out, it's like, I don't care if I have USB 2 right now. Uh, I certainly wouldn't have a computer without USB 2 port, ports on them. So it's going to be like that in the future. So I would say that prob- I'm going to predict somewhere be- within the next two to three years I'm going to probably uh, hand off this 27-inch iMac that I have to somebody else in my family, and I will buy a new 27-inch iMac with Thunderbolt, um, and I will eventually, probably in about two or so years from now, um, I will hand off the MacBook Air that's here in the studio off to somebody in the family, and um, I'll have a new 11-inch Air. And yes, I would be interested in having that have uh, a backlit keyboard and Thunderbolt on it. Yeah, I would. I, going from a uh, the white MacBook back in the day to the silver that has the backlit, I can tell you the backlit keyboard makes so much of a difference. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know it's not something that stands out like as a super feature, mm-hmm. but until you use it a lot, and then you're like, oh, I don't have it on this, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Well, so. I, I use my MacBook Air in the dark quite a bit, and uh, there were times when I was using it like in the car when Stephanie was driving uh, to Florida, and it was a pain not being able to see that keyboard, and I had to turn the brightness up, but that was lighting up the car, and yeah, mm-hmm. so 
Um, I still have somewhere, it's in one of these drawers, but I have one of those little USB things that plug in and it's, and it's like, a it's, it's, it's got this gooseneck on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those little led lights that point down at your keyboard. But I didn't think to put that in my, in my bag when I left. How many USB ports are on that MacBook air? Two, one on each, on each side, but you can put a little portable hub in there and I've got portable hubs. Cool. Yeah. But I, by the way, I love my MacBook air. Uh, absolutely amazing, amazing computer. <clears throat> so it, 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 it's unbelievably powerful for, for as small and as light as it is. Yeah. All right. Um, I've got one voicemail message. And then uh, if you want to think of anything else you want to share, Eric, uh, before we wrap up, uh, we'll do that. But here's the voicemail that has come in uh, asking about parallels. Hey, guys, this is Alan from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, this question is for help. I got a Mac. Um, I have um, an, uh, an app that, I'm, that I want to use that is uh, Windows only, and I want to install it on my, uh, well, actually, I want to use it on my Mac. And I was wondering if you can explain a little bit more how to use Parallels. Uh, do I have to buy uh, a Windows software or CD to install it, or, you know, what are the steps that I need to do to uh, install Parallels and and use the Windows only app on my MacBook Pro. Thank you guys. All right. Thank you very much for calling in. And I remember when I first got my Mac, I there was there was software that I'm like, oh, I still need to use. I get this one computer that's Windows or program that's Windows only and I have to have it and and all of this stuff. Uh, so I remember that, you know, it was the fact that Parallels and and these other softwares that allowed me to install Windows on my Mac, it's what got me to buy a Mac. And mm-hmm. and it took me a, it took me about three or four months before I became convinced that, you know what, I, I actually it took me until I got my 27 inch iMac to to where I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so awesome that I didn't want to be bogged down by Windows anymore. Um, and so eventually I slowly moved away from from using Windows software and and tried to find as many replacements as possible or just tried to do away and eliminate uh, some of the things that I was doing in Windows. Um, and when Adobe Audition for the Mac came out, it's like, bye-bye, Windows. But for those of you who are still PC users and, or, and you're thinking about getting a Mac, or especially for those who just got a Mac and there's still that PC uh, Windows-based hardware that you're, you're holding on to, um, it is very easy to install Parallels. So Parallels, or you could get, by the way, there's VMware, uh, is another play another thing that's called VMware. There is uh, Parallels, and there's one other one, and I can't think of the name of it, and it's free. Uh, do you know? Oh, the- what is that one called? Does uh, if anybody in the chat room knows what the free one is, uh, I would love to know and uh, tell you what it is here. But anyway. Uh, or you can just go to, this is episode 172, so go to helpigotamac.com, and I'm sure somebody listening to this will go to helpigotamac.com, go to episode 172, and put it into the comment section on this uh, post, on the show notes post, and it'll be there. But anyway, um, it, it's basically what you do is you buy either buy or get the free version of the software that allows you to, is it VM Fusion? Yes. Is that what VMware, it is? VMware Fusion. VMware Fusion. 
Okay. Well, anyway, so you you get the software and you install it on your computer and that allows you to then have the ability to install Windows or other operating systems. You can install Linux uh, and, and other operating systems as well. But anyway, you will need a an install disk, you will need a version of the software for which you want to put on there. So uh, my recommendation, uh, personally, I like Windows XP more than any of the others. And you can actually get an OEM copy for about 79 bucks somewhere online, I'm sure. Um, Or you could get Windows 7 or uh, I don't think they have Windows 8 yet, do they? No, not yet. Don't do Vista. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just skip Vista altogether. But anyway, find you. You don't want to just use the disc that you got with your computer. You'll need to get a new license, um, and uh, and software. And unless you want to transfer the license from the computer you were using over to your Mac. Uh, but anyway, you'll but you will you'll need to install disc for Windows. So you'll need to buy the the operating system software. Uh, and then you can just install it. It's it's it if if you buy parallels, it's it walks you pretty much right through it. There are two different options though. There are there's the option to install these uh, virtual machine softwares right onto your computer, uh, onto your Mac partition, which basically um, you know it, it just installs it as Windows is a uh, uh, Windows is software software that happens to be running on your Mac. Uh, or in your Mac environment, and that allows you to actually run uh, Windows programs side by side with Mac programs. In my mind, that was like I, I just couldn't handle that, so I did decided to do like full screen mode on Parallels on one screen, and then I could do full screen and bring it back and switch back and forth between Windows and Mac. I just didn't like the idea of this, you know, running them in coherence mode or whatever it was called. Uh, anyway. Uh, so you can run it as where Windows is running alongside inside of your Mac platform, or you can do something called Boot Camp, where uh, basically what you do is you create a partition of your drive. You 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 quarantine a par- portion of your drive for Windows only, and uh, and you can install Windows into that partition. And then when you, you, what you can do is you can I think you hold down your Shift key or something like that when you start your computer. And it'll ask you, do you want to boot Windows or do you want to boot uh, Mac? And you can choose between the two. And um, that personally, I like the boot camp option. Um, and what I learned since then is you can install it into a partition via boot camp. But there's also the ability in parallels to be in the Mac and still open up that that partition uh, from from bootcamp, I you know what some of this stuff even confuses me. But here's what I want to say: I don't have experience with the free version of the software and all that other and the VMware and all that other stuff. I do have personal hands-on experience with two di- prior versions of Parallels. Uh, I currently have Parallels three or four on my system right now. I haven't loaded Windows in probably a year now. It's probably been a year since I've loaded Windows. But when I did have it, and if I ever needed to, you can call Parallel Support, Tech Support, and they are amazing. They will walk you right through it if you need help. And really, honestly, you probably won't need help. It's just me. I When I actually got it installed, I had so many different questions about how it was sharing USB ports and sharing drives. And it's just, it was weird because, you know, the files that were on my desktop on my Mac were also showing up on my 
on my Windows side. And, and if I created something in Windows, it showed up on the Mac side. And it was it just all happened the way that most people would want it to happen. But with my OCD self, I did not like the mingling of the two. And so I tried to figure out how I could keep it from doing those things. And and uh, I worked with their support department. And I even found a few bugs. And they fixed those bugs and stuff like that. But their support department at Parallels is amazing. So yes, you have to pay for Parallels if you buy Parallels. But I think it's worth it, especially if you're the type of person who might potentially need some support from them because they are awesome. Eric, anything else you wanted to share, my friend? Uh, I think the one we were looking for that was free is Crossover Mac. Crossover. Okay. Yes. Oh, wait, no. Crossover is a software. Well, that lets you run small instances, I think. Yeah, but I don't think you need Windows for that, do you? No. Crossover is something that you might. Yeah, you might. that's a great idea. Thank you for that. Uh, crossover for Mac, you may want to look into that software and see if the software that you are run that you need, if it's the only program you need, um, you may want to check to see if your software can run in this crossover Windows emulator. And it's from, is it Code Weavers who makes that program? Uh, yeah. Yes. So what I'll do is I'm going to put a link to, um, let me just put it in here. This is called... Uh, Crossover Windows Emulator. Emulator. So I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes for episode 172 of Help I Got a Mac. And uh, you may want to check into their support forums or give them a call. Tell them what software you're trying to use. And it may be that you could just get this. uh, Or actually, they have a download a free trial. There you go. Mm -hmm. Just download their free trial. See if you can install that software and run it using Crossover. And then you don't have to worry about a virtual machine. You don't have to worry about getting that Windows operating system. You might be able to run it just using that software. So <clears throat> that's an option as well. Thank you for that, Eric. No problem. So uh, what do you think? Are you, are, how, how long do you think the jury is going to be out for you on, on uh, Spotify on whether or not you'll go premium? Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think it's gonna. I think I'm gonna discover a lot of stuff on it first, right? But uh, I'll probably. I'm gonna have to do some cost projections on this one. That's understandable. For me, it was such an easy decision because I had already decided that I would be interested in paying RDO, and I kept hearing rumor after rumor after rumor about Spotify, and I finally said, you know what? I'm just waiting until Spotify comes out. And so when it came out, I'm like, okay, I'm in. So yep. I had already made the decision before Spotify came out that I would I would go premium. Anyway, folks, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. We want to thank you for listening to the content that we produce here at gspn.tv. If you find it helpful, entertaining, educational, encouraging, or inspirational in any way, if you want to... Uh, support this kind of work that we're doing here and the community of GSPN. Uh, you can do so by becoming a Plus member. Head over to gspn.tv slash plus. And of course, we always talk about tech geek gadgetry. And if you want, there's a great way to support us as well uh, by shopping at, with Amazon. If you go to gspn.tv or helpigotamac.com, over on the right-hand side, there's an Amazon logo. If you click that and then buy stuff on Amazon, we get a commission and it's a great way to help continue to support us as well. Anyway, we'll be back again. Hopefully with next week, we'll have Chris on board here. And uh, until next time, we encourage you to join 
the community. And, and check out Social Media Serenity if you want to hear Eric's lovely voice <laughs> every week, right? Definitely. All right. We'll talk to you all later. 